It's a movement, but it's about people. Be the People is about we the people joining forces to reclaim and reshape the best of our nation's time-treasured traditions. Each week, we offer insightful interviews with movers and shakers from all different spheres of life. And now, please welcome Dr. Carol Swain. Welcome to the Be the People show. Today, we have the situation in America where there's still uncertainty in the minds of a lot of us about who really won the uh, 2020 presidential contest. For conservatives like me, we feel that President Trump won that election fair and square and that it was stolen from him. And other people feel differently. And we had this unusual situation where the media declared Joe Biden the president-elect. And this is before the states have done their work when it comes to the Electoral College. And so there's a great angst in our nation, great uncertainty. So my guest is Craig Huey. He's an internationally successful business owner. Uh, He has an award-winning advertising agency. He's involved with creative direct marketing, but he's also a former candidate for office, and he publishes a voter guide called the Huey Report. And I want uh, Craig to talk with us today about the mail-in ballots and also this whole issue of election integrity. How can we be sure that our nation is still one where candidates are able to compete in fair and open elections. So Craig, welcome to the Be The People Show. Carol, it's great to be with you. And we really are in a historic moment right now. The world is watching, Americans are watching. They wanna make sure that our democratic republic, which stands for free and open elections with integrity, are indeed true. So much evidence that this election is not really an honest election. And, and that, Carol, is because of uh, several major things. First of all, it's a thing called ballot harvesting that every listener has to understand. Second part is this massive mail-in uh, uh, vote that where did these, how did that happen and why did that happen? And then the third one is the integrity of the software and the security of our vote. Well, you're covering it all, and I've written about the ballot harvesting, and I had hoped that Republicans would have taken that up in 2018 when it was so clear that it was used in California in a way that uh, was not above suspicion. Well, yes. Uh, so, so ballot harvesting uh, was really perfected in California. It's good things and horrific things happened in California and spread nationwide. And California became the prototype of the ballot harvesting. Ballot harvesting is legal now in 28 states. The latest state where it became legal was Nevada. It's also illegal in 17 states. And the other states is kind of undefined. It should be illegal nationwide. But right now, it's legal in many states. And in states where it's really uh, not legal, it's still being done. For example, ballot harvesting was caught in the state of Texas and North Carolina 
and other states where it's illegal, it's still being done. Well, and, Craig, could you describe to our listeners what ballot harvesting is, yes. how it operates? Yes. So ballot harvesting requires the vote by mail. And what the vote by mail used to be is if you were going to be out of town or you were going to, you, you're sick and you ask for a vote by mail ballot, you have a definite reason and you then have to have that mailed in or in some, most states you could have a relative send that in or take it to the poll. Well, ballot harvesting changes all that. Ballot harvesting, anybody can pick your ballot. In fact, ballot harvesters are being paid by the Democrats, organized by the unions, and put into place by volunteers where they go door to door asking people for their ballot and taking it in. Ballot harvesters can take in 100, 500, 1,000 ballots, and there's documentation of showing all these ballots being accumulated by the ballot harvester. They take it to the poll, they drop it off, or they put it in a voter box, and they drop it off. And, now, and I just want to paint the picture for the listeners. Uh, and people now, it's not that you have a legitimate reason that you can't uh, be at the polls. They're saying they're making it easy for any person uh, that may have no interest in the election, don't even care. Someone shows up at your door, you know, they had this ballot. And uh, that's the danger there is that you have people that are totally disinterested in an election. You have people that may be illiterate. You have people that are incapacitated. These people are voting. Well, here, here's part of the danger to conservatives and libertarians and Christians, to Republicans. Here's the danger that the ballot harvesting is so organized. This is how they do it, Carol. They come up with the data. They don't go, let's, let's say I'm a, uh, I'm a union organizer going door to door. I am not going to go to a conservative door. I'm not going to go to a libertarian door. I'm not going to go to a Republican door. What I'm going to do is I'm going to go to the persuadables. I'm going to go to the Democrats. And I have a list and I can say, Mrs. Jones, number one issue is education. So I'm going to talk to her about my candidate in education. And Mr. Smith, his number one issue is healthcare. I talk about healthcare. And I'll come to the door. I have videos of ballot harvesters caught on the TV, uh, ring uh, video. And many times they'll come to the door five, six, seven times. And uh, the one that I usually show people is one where uh, a lady named Lulu knocks on the door multiple times. The Republican parents come to the door. She doesn't want to talk to them. They, she wants to talk only to Randy, the daughter. And, 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 and she explains she's there to pick up the ballot and to help them how to vote. So what's happened in politics, Carol, is this. It used to be when people voted, they voted intentionally. Right. They voted with knowledge. And, and what the ballot harvester does, they say, I've got a voter guide and I'll help you fill this out. You should vote for this candidate, this candidate, oh, mm -hmm. from city council to president. Mm -hmm. It is transforming the local elections, transforming the county and state elections and the national elections when ballot harvesting is done. So it's not, Carol, it's not about who's the best candidate. It's not about who has the best policy. It's not even about what 
people, somebody who reflects the community. It's about who's the best organizer to knock on the doors or to have coffees or to mobilize people to get that ballot, fill it out, and then uh, take it in. This is dangerous to our democratic republic, but ballot harvesting is one of the things that impacted negatively, negatively President Trump and other candidates in this election. And, and uh, until the state legislators say this is illegal, if the Republicans and conservatives and Christians and libertarians don't figure this out, they'll be wiped out. And in and, and, and California, uh, I helped organize over 400 churches that did church ballot harvesting. That's probably the most transformational way. Uh, uh, the, the evangelical born-again Christians, they voted uh, in 2016 81% Republican conservative. In this election, 2020, they vo voted 78%. Republican. Well, I think it's pretty clear that the uh, Democrats made a concerted effort to get to evangelical voters and to sow doubt among the Southern Baptists about Donald Trump and whether or not he was worthy of Christian votes. And so that they had that going on. And with the ballot harvesting, uh, it seems that when Republicans do it, they usually don't do it very well. That in North Carolina, Mark Harris a candidate that I actually campaigned for hired a Democratic operative, you know, who had a record of getting good results, you know, doing the ballot, ballot harvesting. He got caught because North Carolina is a place where it's not considered legal. And so he ends up not being seated in Congress. But we know that Democrats get away with it all the time. There's never any consequences. And that troubles a lot of Americans like me. Yep, and it should trouble everyone. It just, it undermines the integrity of the election. Now, Democrats say, oh, it gets out more people to vote. But like, like, like we talked about, it's getting people out to vote who really would not fill out the ballot on their own if it wasn't for that person being persistent knocking on the door. And here's one more thing, Carol. With the ballot harvesting, Nobody knows who this ballot harvester is. So this ballot harvester, let, let's, let's go back to this couple. Let's say that the two Republican parents and then the independent uh, that, uh, that they believed was going to vote Democrat came and she took their ballots. What's she going to do with the Republican ballots? That's she could right. throw them away and nobody would know. Well, here's and, the other problem is that we know in some of the states on election night, you know, in all the battleground states, President Trump was leading. And then some of the states decided they were going to shut down for the night. And we had these tales of, of, of trucks pulling up with ballots all for Biden, you know, how in the world, except for ballot harvesting. It's ballot harvesting, Carol. That's exactly what it is. That's what happened in California back in the 2018 election. See, California legalized it completely in 2017. The unions and the Democrats trained their people how to do it. And what it did, Carol, it wiped out seven Republican congressmen, wiped out state senators, wiped out assemblymen, wiped out pastors who were running for city council that everybody knew was gonna win. They lost the race because the voter guide 
and the ballot harvesting combination destroyed them in 2018. Well, let me ask you this. They brought nationwide this year. Why didn't Republicans do something about it? And, you know, my little voice, I wrote an article really urging national uh, voter reform, and that was part of the reason I thought it needed to be done. I don't understand why Republicans go along with things that they know are, are wrong. Uh, they see, just like with Dominion voting systems that we will get to it, uh, in a little bit, why don't they stand? Yeah. What a great question, because they cave in, and that's the big danger. Let, let me put it this way. S- those seven conservative Republican congressmen that were in safe Republican districts that lost in California, they won on Election Day. Yeah, I remember. Lost after the election. I remember and that's the nature of ballot harvesting because it's all these Democrat votes that are put into, uh, in, into the polling at the very last minute as they're accumulating them over time. And, and in California, in fact, they actually uh, register people on the last day in order to get the vote. That is just awful. Uh, we're going to take a break, and when we return, we'll talk about some of the other things that have gone badly Uh, for our nation when it comes to election integrity. Carol Swain here to tell you about my good friends at Churchill Mortgage. Churchill is a national company that was started in Nashville, Tennessee with a commitment to educating clients about how to save money and time on home loans and refinancing. Churchill can help you get out of debt. Pick up the phone and call them at 888-562-6200 or visit them on the web at churchillmortgage.com. Tell them Carol sent you. Be the People is sponsored by Cooper Steel, a family-owned business that provides the steel fabrications for buildings across the Southeast. Sixty years ago, Kenneth and Faye Cooper founded the company in Chevyville, Tennessee, What started as a vision is now a nationally recognized company that remains true to its founders' Judeo-Christian values and principles. Cooper Steel is committed to excellence, responsibility, and community. Its motto is build strong, stand strong. It treats its employees and customers like family. Learn more at coopersteel.com. You've watched for decades as radical Marxists have systematically taken over some of our nation's most cherished institutions. Well, AmericaOutloud.com is fighting back with one of the fastest growing conservative media networks in the world, featuring some of the nation's most influential experts and commentators. Join us. We're in this together. And we consider you part of our family in our crusade to share the news, commentary, and agenda that can lead America back again. It is a fight for the soul of humanity. America Out Loud Talk Radio is the voice of liberty and justice for all. I'm back with my guest, Craig Huey. And Craig, we've talked about ballot harvesting. Uh, what were some of the other ways that this election, 2020, was a bad election as far as election integrity? Well, one of the issues is the mail-in 
uh, vote itself. It's, that, that's a different issue, though it's connected to ballot harvesting. You have states, because of the excuse of the pandemic, now it's an excuse, Carol. I know. It, it, they, they, they implemented sending the ballots to everyone. And as they sent the ballots to everyone, this is something they've been trying to do for the last eight years. This has been the big push of the radical Democrats to be able to uh, control the election. So right. when they do this, they don't have clean voter rolls. This is, this is such a horrific thing. State after state, there's been lawsuits. In California, 400,000 ballots were sent out to people who were dead or moved away. Most people who are listening to this know that if they've moved to a new location, that they might be getting two ballots. If they move to another location, they could be getting ballots of the person who's lived in their place before. Mm-hmm. With, with, the, with, with, with people who are dead, can be identified and still get the ballots. So if you have somebody who takes a look and, and goes to an apartment complex and they are able to uh, see all these ballots sitting there, they grab them. And if they go to a, a nursing home and they've got some uh, organizers in the nursing home and they pick up the ballots from those people in the nursing home, that's called Gram- Grammy farming. Uh, they're able to do that. And, and, and there's so many people who uh, are getting two ballots and there's no integrity in that. In fact, even when you register, most states do the um, motor uh, vehicle registration. Yes, right. There's no checking of that. If you're an illegal citizen in the United States, you have to check off, I'm not a legal resident. Well, how many are going to do that? I know, that is a problem. Yeah, they're automatically put on. Or take this. Um, I get it. I had, uh, I wrote a book called The Deep State. And in that book, I have a chapter on voter fraud. And one of the things I asked one of my uh, uh, copywriters in my ad agency to do, why don't you register your dog to vote? (laughs) She registered the dog to vote in our office building. It's illegal to, to register an animal, and it's illegal to, to send a ballot to an office. For the last four elections, I've been getting the dog's ballot. And, and I moved from California to Tennessee, and the ballot followed me to Tennessee. Now, I, I haven't voted on that, and I wouldn't vote on that, but it shows you how easy and how uh, broken our election system is. And when you do a universal, uh, non-requested mail out of these ballots, you have this fraud going on, voter fraud going on that's massive. And the problem is it's so hard to detect. Who's going to find out that that's a dog? Who's going to find out that that was Grammy farming and they went into a, a nursing home and took the ballots? Who's going to be able to find out those ballots that were sent to the apartment that the people never got, somebody picked up? How do you determine and, 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 and stop that? How do, in, a, in a fraud investigation, right now, state after state, that's a swing state, they're trying to investigate if the votes are true. How do you find that type of fraud? Well, it takes time. And I have a, a former student, Vanderbilt student, uh, who told me recently in a casual conversation that he's always voted 
absentee and in person because he likes the process of voting in person. Uh, and when I questioned him about it, he said, well, they would catch the second vote. I'm not sure that they would. Do they automatically cross check? And so is it possible for people to vote several times, especially if absentee ballots are involved and vote in person? Do we have a system that's going to kick out the overvote? Every state, whatever their policy is, is supposed to double check that. But of course, it's not automatic. Now, some states, or I should say some states and some counties, some, some states, it's only by county, they actually have the ability to check the voter record when the person comes into polling to see if they actually did mail in the ballot. So that's a pretty good system. But if it has to be done, otherwise it's counted as a provisional ballot. And, you know, too many things can go wrong. Too many things can happen that make it an uh, a election where, you know, you, well, Trump won by what? About 75,000 votes in the, in the key swing states back in 2016. There's not going to be that much vote difference in this election, even if we don't consider the, the fraud. And, and so many local elections are with 10, 20, 50, 100, 500 votes, 1,000 votes, that, you know, this type of, uh, of problem can tip the election. And, and if you've got a group of people who's basically God is politics and their religion is to use the government through his socialist policies, uh, big government policies, to transform culture and politics they don't have an ethical moral system that says this is wrong. No, they, they believe the ends justify the means. They want to win, and, and, and that's what they do. At whatever cost it is, and if it's unethical, if it's immoral, even if it's illegal, they will try to win. Okay, now we've covered two of your big points. Uh, let's get to the third one. Yes, the third one is the integrity of the software. You know, there's two issues involved here. Uh, one is the software itself, and the second part is what's in the cloud. Now, we know that the software is vulnerable. And in the case of the software that's been used throughout the United States, in this case of the software that was used that uh, incorrectly identified 6,000 Democrat votes and they had to switch it to Republican votes, in uh, these situations, the, the software is vulnerable and must be examined to see if there was any uh, inaccuracy. Now, here's the problem, Carol. The people who put together the software are big tech, put together a very intricate system. And, and if they wanted to cheat on that, it would take a forensic uh, software uh, 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 developer to be able to uh, really examine it. That's why the very best of the best of U.S. government uh, inspection has to be done. It can't be done any other way. And, and the, the troubling part is that the company that does the software, their head of security is one a, a pro-liberal uh, uh, Democrat uh, activist. And the entire company is built upon the pro-democratic pro -democratic party. 
So they have a partisan uh, uh, background to begin with. The, again, going back to the fact that the number one thing is to transform culture and politi- politics. Uh, uh, the software is a way for them to do it without being detected. I'm suspicious. We all should be suspicious. Let me ask you this. Uh, it's my understanding that Dominion voting systems, uh, the one that w- was used in most of the swing states and many places across the U.S., it's a Canadian company. Uh, doesn't that uh, make it possible for the U.S. military or some entity like that to investigate? Because even though it's Democrats, it's an American election, uh, it's owned by foreigners. Yes. Um, I think there are a number of reasons through executive orders and through existing law that enable the government, U.S. government, to check on this uh, to ensure that there's integrity. And, and, and so, you know, how this is going to be done before uh, uh, the uh, deadline in mid-December to do the Electoral College, I don't see how it can be done. But here's the thing. We have to get to the bottom of election integrity, whether it's the ballot harvesting, whether it's the mail-in votes, whether it's uh, fraud at the local level in the polling area, or if it's the software. We have to get to the bottom of it. And that's where, you know, President Trump and the Republicans cannot roll over on this. They have to fight. I agree with you. We're taking another break. And when we return, Craig, I want you to talk a little bit about your move to Nashville, but also some of your books. What if there was a book that took the mystery out of prayer, one that made it easier for people to pray God's word with miraculous results? There is such a book, Joy Lamb's The Sword of the Spirit, The Word of God is a handbook that has changed the lives of thousands of people around the world. You can order your life-changing copy from Joy Lamb's website, thesoardofthespiritbook.com. Order Joy's book and listen to her audio prayers while you're there. I'm back with my guest, uh, Craig Huey. We're talking about the 2020 election and election integrity. And if you are just tuning in and you've missed most of our conversation, you can go to the America Out Loud Network or to my website, bethepeoplenews.com, and you can download the podcast. So, Craig, tell us um, about you've moved to Nashville. Uh, you got fed up with California. Uh, what are you doing here? <laughs> <laughs> well, Carol, you know what? I, w- I was born and raised in California. I love California. Um, I live at a home that overlooks the, uh, the beach in Southern California. And um, I, I, I love the fact that I, in California, I can go to the mountains and ski, go to the desert, and I can four-wheel, and I can go to the beach and surf all on the same day. Well, I can tell you that Nashville has a lot of problems, and so it's not, uh, you didn't move to Utopia. So you have your work cut out for you. I'll very quickly, tell our listeners some of the things that you're doing. Okay, so moving to Nashville, 
has been absolutely necessary for the survival of my company because of the bad California government. So what I've done is I moved my company to, to, to Nashville and then uh, I've been writing books and I've been publishing a newsletter. And in the books, I, I wrote a book on the deep state because so many people don't understand it. And for this election, I wrote a book called The Christian Voter. And in The Christian Voter, I talked about the non-negotiables for Christians. And we found that the Democrats, Carol, spent $35 million to go after the Christians to either suppress the Christian vote or to swing it to Joe Biden. And this is massive, intelligent, most advanced campaign I've ever seen. Right, I agree. To offset that, my Christian voter book is designed to go to Georgia right now, to the pastors, to the church leaders, the youth leaders, and to the Christians in Georgia to be able to convince them how to vote for, not against their bodies. That sounds great. And we will have a link to your Christian voter book and also uh, to your website. And I really appreciate you taking time today to be on the Be The People show. I look forward to uh, having more conversations with you here in Nashville where I'm based. Great. I close as I always do, reminding we the people that it's up to us to stand up and be the people who reclaim our nation and our world and during this time when everything is in flux with the election, it's more important than ever before for people to stand on their faith, but fight for their nation, fight for the integrity of elections. It's up to us, and it's now or never. Until next time, be the people. <music>